Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Brandon. Today's episode 32 of the Anime Dojo. I'm lost on Chris tonight. Chris, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good, bro. How about you? Doing well. Can't complain. We are at the technical halfway point for most of the anime season now. Most episodes, most shows, only about four to five episodes left. We're going to be watching episode 42 of JJK, episode uh, 20 of Dead Mouth Death Play. We're getting we'll, we'll get into those a little bit later. But first, we're getting to the anime charts and a question I have posed to, I'm going to pose to Chris because what JJK is doing now is going to be kind of weird. And I don't know if they have the idea of how they're going to handle that. Um, but let's get into the let's get into the anime charts first. These charts changed once again, so I'm gonna run these <laughs> down for you. We're gonna go Crimson, Furs Beyond Journey's End, Doctor Doctor Stone Season uh, Doctor Stone New World Part Two at three. The Apothe- the Apothecary Diaries, JJK Season Two is at six or at five. Um, the Enders in the Shadows season two is at six. Spy in the Family is at seven. Undead Unlucky is at eight. They moved up five spots. Uh, Dark Gathering moved up a spot. The the Vixen of a Shut In Vampire moved up seven spots to ten. From the Apothecary Diaries down uh, five, six, seven, all dropped two spots, one spot, one spot. So JDK dropped two. Uh, Shadows dropped one and Spine Panda dropped one. And then the biggest mover from where it was originally, the the Shut In Vampire went seven and Dead Stone went four. Yeah, yeah. Chris, what do you think about these charts? One of the biggest things in this is, is Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone has been in every single chart we've looked at this season. And this is the first time it's hit the top three this season. I I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back and watch Doctor Stone now. That's the sad part. <laughs> like I I I need to because I know Doctor Stone's good, but at the same time it's just like I need to go watch Doctor Stone. I'll do Dr. that. Doctor Stone is one of my favorites animes. It, it really is one of my favorites, man. It's a it really goes and looks at a lot of technology and science and how it was created, bro. Like mm-hmm. like it's it's a real chance for you to nerd out. That's that's what I do. <laughs> Um, outside of that, was there anything else that surprised you from this chart? So, looking at this chart, I had to go back and look at it one more time because it, yeah, it changed, it changed like dramatically, and it, yes, it does every time. Now, we the other one that's still probably not getting a whole lot of credit for his for how much has jumped is probably vexations. Because at one point it was at three, then it dropped down, then it down, then it's back up and at least in the top ten. Like that's probably the most bouncing anime that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh 
I will say this. The Vixen of a Shut-In Vampire is the one that I also think also think it's kind of weird. Vampire Princess. Because it's been up in the top ten once before, and it did this once prior, where it was in like the bottom half of the fifth top top ten with one episode. I don't know if that's because this episode's really good, or the show is just having good up and downs. Is that, um, what do you think about that? I mean, it's probably just having some really good up and downs, depending on what's going on in the anime. Neither one of us are watching it, so... That's true, that's going. true. Um, I'm asking you surprise. I'm happy Undead Unlucky is up here again. I think I want to go watch that, go back and watch that myself. Um, that's one where I've heard good things about it. It's been in the top 15. Uh, I'm going to pull the rest of this up real quick because there is one thing I want to mention. It's actually kind of interesting. Um, and it's not something I even thought was going to be as strong, but it has gotten to be strong. Let's go to the full chart real quick. So, if we go from, so we're at 10, the vampire, the Vexen of a shut-in vampire, 11 was Rise of the Shield Hero, which has actually gotten pretty good. That is one I think me and Chris have enjoyed, because that's gotten to be a strong story behind that after the first season and the second season, kind of, you know, the third, this third season has been very well done. Then we have Shangri-La. Shangri-La dropped the 12, but I'm not surprised by that. It's going to get beat out by a couple things here and there every once in a while. Um, Shangri-La is also, like, really well done when you think about it. It does a good job of building up these characters. Um, then you have Hunter Girl. Shangri-La going really well once, it's, once it gets a really a bigger fan base. Like Correct. If they come out with a season two or season three, then they, they have a legit fan base. Correct. Correct. Hunter Girlfriends, I'm actually, this is, this is 13. Hunter Girlfriends. Dropped to 13. I'm not surprised by that because the last episode had that really cool girl, which I didn't I didn't know much about. But, you know, um, at the same time, I mean, Chris and both fell off the show because it's kind of corny for, for the both of us. Um, outside of that, the only ones I, I want to take note of, Gom Slayer, Berserker Glutton, Girlfriend, Girlfriend are all 16, 17, 18. And then you have to go all the way down to number 32 for Shy. And I hate to say this. I'm going to say it again. We've said it both. we said it a couple times before. If you are not watching Shy, please go watch Shy. Because it because the episode the episode they did this past month yesterday was so, so. And honestly, Shy is one of those super hits, like you say, with Shangri-La, if Shy get a season two, season two or season three, I think it's going to be one of those things where it gets a fan base because of how much it tells a good story. And this is kind of hard to believe, but you think about the rest of this chart, it's not, there's nothing too crazy in the rest of this chart. This rest of this chart, it's pretty much where else, everything else should fall. Um, and it's, I think I ultimately think of everything I've mentioned here. I think girlfriend, girlfriend should be higher. I think girlfriend, girlfriend should be on top. Like, 
15. <laughs> well, see, you mentioned Shy, and and I'm I am a fan of Shy now. I I will admit it, but mm-hmm. I, it would be interesting to see what kind of fan base that Shy brings. Um, you, you were talking about the everything that got going on. And Shy yeah. being kind of like a lot. And I, I would like to see what kind of fan base Shy brings. I think Shy could bring a good fan base. I think, like we talked about yesterday when we watched it, it is a higher level of, not higher level of thinking, but it makes you think. It makes you think about real world situations, but it also makes you think about like personality traits, people having dis- mental, physical disabilities, people also having alcohol. They, they do think that most shows wouldn't touch very well. Or touch at all. This is the one season, and I have to give them this credit. This season of fall anime has gave us so much of that, without even asking. Yeah. And I have to give them if they're gonna keep on this continuation of like next season, we have a theme where it gives a lot of those story storytelling and stuff. Cool, I'm down with that. But if you kind of keep us in the in the in the unknown, but I'm. I'm cool with that too, so I don't really care. Either way, um, I I think that's going to be the one thing we'll see coming out of the end of this season. The themes of the themes they put out in each episode, and certain themes you want to show off. Um, getting good. along, getting alongside that, I think the other thing that you even you thought was interesting, and I have to go really far down for this. I do apologize. Overtakes not even the top 40, if I remember correctly. Ooh. But that's another one I think deserves its um deserves its flowers because it's so it's 47. Uh, wow. But, so it, but, but I'm not shocked by that because it's a racing anime. Unless it was gonna be like um initial D or uh, speed racer. Or something of that nature, then yes, I could see it doing better. But in this case, it's a Formula One thing. I'm a Formula One fan. I, I'll put my hands up and say that now. Chris wasn't, but when Chris started, me and Chris started watching it together, he got into it because the story it tells using racing as a platform is really interesting. I it think that's really And this last episode, my word, they they didn't mince words of things about about a about a person and what they are you know they what they do for a living and they showed you another side of that using a real life story which I didn't even know about so yeah oh yeah if you really want to get banned in, from China look up the Tiananmen Square the Tiananmen Square massacre yeah like like they're they did some things like they even explained about Somebody who won a Nova Priest Prize and rejected the prize because of what he took a picture of, and they and it's actually true history. Like you can look it up, and it's it's interesting. It's interesting to me when they do that, and they do it in a good way. So that's the, that's the one that I really hope want to see some change in. Shangri-La, I think girlfriend girlfriend's gonna be one, but I also think Shy is gonna be that other one where once it builds a big enough fan base, maybe at the end of the season people go back and watch it. It's gonna have its it's gonna have its people talking about it, which is not a bad thing. But let's get into the question I'm gonna give you all tonight. We're about to watch JJK episode 42 in a in a couple minutes. So get that up when you ever get a chance. Um so Mappa didn't go on hiatus. 
and the nope. studio didn't take weeks off or anything like that. But this episode we're about to watch was kind of how can I put this? <laughs> like I'm, gonna, really? I'm trying to be. I want to say boring. I want to say boring. I would say it told a story filler. of a character. Yes, filler. Good example. It told a story of a character that we needed to see a story about because we didn't know what happened to the character. But other than that, it does nothing else to really hook you in. It teases a couple things. It teases a fight later on the road we might see. Or a fight we're going to start seeing in the next episode. It felt like this episode was already in the can. And I don't know if that's... When I say in the can, I mean already produced. Already made. Already ready to go. So I'm going to ask you this question, Chris. Do you think they already had this episode produced and do you think that was because they gave them more time to talk about things or is it a way for them to have one or two episodes every once in a while one episode's gonna be kind of not story story driven or heavy and the animation's gonna be kind of less movie quality but then the next episode after that they can really make movie quality and high level so really as I as I think about it, as improbable as having an extra episode out there just as a filler, well, I can, you know, somebody explained it to me at, at, at work today that it's not necessarily the fact that it was a, it, it was a, it was a how it was drawn. It was drawn with less of a budget. Like they, mm. they probably had rotating, rotating artists. Okay. To, to you know to make that skit, you know make that you know they they had they knew they had to dial back the action and the everything and all the sequence that was going on so they took the easy road. Is that a good or bad thing though? Because I think if you're rotating if if you're rotating animators, I'm cool with that. Give animators rest. You can. Use... I mean, at that point, you're just stalling for time. I think. Okay. So I mean, now okay. that can be a good or a bad thing, depending on the outcome of it. Okay. If there's a positive outcome, then everything worked well. And if it ain't well, it was off for nothing. I, I, I'm worried because I know we usually get the announcement for the next episode as of tomorrow. This is probably one of those cases where we got this announcement for this episode late on Wednesday. It was like Wednesday afternoon American time. Like so it was yeah. so it was so late in the day. I was like, wow, they kind of just like dropped that without any real reason. Uh, and, the only, and the only reason I say that, anime corner usually will drop it on their Twitter like once it posts. So this was like I didn't find out until I got home. I was like either about to leave work that day or I looked at it right when I came home. I was like, oh. Oh, oh that's not good. Yep. So we see where the world is as far as Mappa goes. I mean and then and then the fact that they announced that they're taking on another anime. Which I think is kind of crazy because you should be taking on anything else right now, knowing the fact you can't keep your people happy and also also the big other thing you can't do 
you you want to keep up this movie quality level with this new anime, I, I bet you have the same desire to do that with this new anime you're going to be doing. Are you crazy? Like, that's that's a little much for me. And I, I usually don't tell, you know, I don't, I'm not going to tell animators what to do. I'm not going to tell anybody what to really do. But I think, Mappa, slow down. Like, you literally, y'all are literally trying to get every anime under the sun to work on. Nobody can do that. Unless I'm, do I sound crazy, Chris? Like, I don't know. I don't know, bro. You sound pretty sane to me. I mean, <laughs> it just depends on who, how you want to view as a protagonist and a villain. You know? Like, I also think the other problem with this is... Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Or, did you hear me? I did. Okay. Yeah, I did. I, I agree. Like, you protagonist and villain, but I also think, too... I get the rules you have NDAs. I get the rules you have. They have to do their work. But at the same time, if quality starts dipping like it did with Attack on Titan, which people didn't like, uh, a lot of people thought that was super weird, but they end up people got used to it after a while. This is going to, I think, create the same problem. If quality starts dipping, I think it drops down in the charts fast. How fast? I don't know. But then my other question to you, do you think, do you think the, do you think this is part of the manga or do you think where this is in the manga has more to it and they had to adjust it a little bit? I think that last part, I think they took a small piece that they can just kind of stretch and elaborate and, and just kind of Made it relax for a minute. Okay. Okay. I and I'm gonna say this right now. I do apologize bringing this back up again, but yet it was it. Me and Chris both 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 felt the same way. This episode kind of felt off, and we didn't feel like not nothing bad. I don't think it was a ba bad episode. I don't think it was anything. I think I think it was just like yeah. This it gives you the bad taste in your mouth. A little bit, and I and I ultimately think the other problem with JJK right now, which which is a really big, I think the other bigger issue, there's not much story in JJK. We did get a little bit of story with this episode, a little bit, a little bit, just enough to give you something. But the thing is with JJK, the story is not really there because they're trying to give you a fight every episode. This actually, honestly, they're still trying to do that, and yet the fight here is not really a full on fight. It's more of a, it's a tease of a fight that's going to come on later through another means, but it is a, it is a fight, quote unquote, because um, the person that's in the fight is the person we see prior. So, okay, we get that. But we'll, I wanted to know what y'all think. As we're getting closer to the end of the season, we still, we only have technically, I think it's episode 18... Technically, this is episode starting from 30, I think it's 30, yeah, starting from 30 to 42, we're 12 episodes in. 
So technically, they could take a break after this episode. Correct. We still have six left, I think. No, we have five left. Five left after this episode. If they take a break, maybe for the holiday, that could give us, they give the time to give them rest, but also get other episodes done faster. Cool. I think that's going to be the main thing. Other than that, I don't know what else you could do. Um, let, let the animators rest. <laughs> yeah. Let them rest. Yeah. Um, so I hope you have JJK episode um, 42 up in a minute. I will say three, two, one, and then we'll get going. Chris, you ready? Ready. All right. In three, two, one, let's go. Right and wrong. This whole section here, I don't know who's who is talking in this. Is it Pete? Is it people? Oh, Sukuna. Okay, I thought it was Sukuna, but I was confused. I thought it was Sukuna or people who are already here who already passed away. I could. He's hearing all of that. Uh, the people who who's gonna encounter. I, I I don't know at that point would I would I want to hear all that what happened to people after I let somebody else murder them from my body? I would have been like, nope. And then he vows again to never lose again. Never lose again. By the by the way, was he just was he just walking without any purpose? Because he wasn't heading to anywhere specifically, right? Not that we know of. Okay, and that's what I thought. He did walk from the street back to the subway, so he could so, be still trying to finish the mission. Okay, okay. What would you do in that situation if you had some? If you could hear somebody, some a spirit thought that was controlling your body, and you literally could hear everything he had done with your body, 
what would you do in that situation? Because I would have ended up just like, just feel, like I'm not finishing myself, but I'm like, I I'm letting myself get killed, die, die. You're asking me what I would do in a real if that was a real life situation. Yes, I would pray. Same. Everybody, that, that's yeah. probably my first thought. The first thought. Yeah. <laughs> you pray without ceasing. Here it is. See, this is the part that kind of made it feel like a filler. Yeah, this, this is pretty much the rest of the episode. Yeah, so this is after. This is after the beach scene. This is after. This is on the beach, but this is not a beach. He's dreaming about that. Dreaming about dreaming about going on vacation. Oh, I didn't know he was sleeping there. I didn't know he was in there. That's cool. He like he trying to avoid him though. Correct, he is. By the way, how is he? I don't know how Nominee's walking right now because he shouldn't be walking. Is is his eye closed or is it just missing? It's missing. It's li- It's li- it's literally burned. Yeah, it looks like just like a husk of a thing and is like missing his eye. I wonder if he'll recover. That's not I likely though. When I'll build a home and I would So he wanted to retire. Yep. He was tired of everything. So can you consider can you consider this his happy place? Yep. Okay. He's dreaming about being in his happy place while his body is pretty much on autopilot. Yeah. So kill he's killing demons. He's killing spirits and this, Okay. I have to give the man credit. He's he's doing what he's supposed to, but But this is the point that's like a filler, though. Yeah, because there's no no talking in this. No talking, just a cut between him killing something and then him, um, and him in like this spirit state. Like, this seems odd.
See, I, I think what you should have had here is him having more of inner thoughts. Like, I would have rather wanted to hear what he's thinking as he's doing this. Outside the grunting. The grunting makes sense because he's just in pain at this point. It doesn't sound like they had divorced actors in in this in this episode. I can believe it. I can believe they're, it. They're they're re they're reusing sounds they were already using. I just realized he's touching his back. Yep. Yeah, I came back over such a varied reason for a job worth doing. He was dedicated to duty. I can't, that's wrong. Why are we seeing this kid again? This is weird. Or is that his younger self? I don't know who that is. It's the guy from the premature episode from the last premature episode. This is the one where he's talking to Ghetto and that girl walks up in the in school. Oh, okay. It's him. I'm wondering, was this is is he alive or this is just a vision? I don't get the part. He can be a mutated. A mutate. Oh yeah, good. Oh, he mutates him, and oh, that's disgusting. Oh, yeah, bro, you got to go. You got to go. Yep, yep. <laughs> So did Mahito want this fight? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Why? Because remember, he wanted to kill him. 
He did want to kill him. I remember that. Because he wanted to test his power against Suna. He did. And then remember, Skunas also told him if you touch him again, he was going to kill him. Yeah. Whoa, what that roll? By the way, Itori should be dead. Because you got cut through the face. You don't survive that. You can't beat me on and on. Did he mutate that wall? Jeez. Still mutating that same person. Yeah, that wasn't going to work on Itadori. Everybody knows what happens when a protagonist really gets angry. Yep. He go he goes insane.
I do like, well, I kind of like the shot here, but I don't like the shot here because it looks kind of weird with the muscle, like the stuff. You think so? I, it looks kind of weird because it doesn't feel like they were in the actual, um, inside the animal or the mutated thing. I can, I can see what you're talking about. Yeah, like it looked really just like they were just on the side of it. Like just random in all all accounts. See, random. Yep. And it's even more random for him to chunk it back. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Just like that thing from Men in Black. <clears throat> Did he make that happen? Oh, he just made it. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, wait, is that a flashback? 
No, that was legitimately happening. No, that is a flashback. Oh. Oh, so this is where they split up and they were going to go try to find him. He wanted to kill him. And then what's the volcano do? The volcano war just wanted to go after Sukuna, right? So we see when he just how he got to this point, but this point is him fighting the girl with the hammer. This is still a flashback, I think. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. I would love that ability. Just like you could just use the nails in the way you want to. Yeah, but you can't miss though. <laughs> yeah, you can't miss. You just can't. You can't. Oh man! So, what do you have to say about this episode? <sighs> All right, all right. How are we gonna do? Okay, I'm gonna let me explain the episode first, and I'll give my thoughts. <laughs> Take it away. So this episode basically kicks off with you seeing Nominee walking through a beach, but it's not actually a beach. It's a it's him like imagining a beach because he's out of it now. Man's burnt on one side; the other part of his body is just kind of not there. So he then he starts talking and saying, hey, I wanted to retire. I didn't want to come back to this. I kind of, I wish I was on the beach right now reading a, reading a book. I wish I could be doing all these things. Then he sees Mahito, because Mahito is hiding in this photo booth thing. But Mahito, after Mahito hides in the photo thing, we cut to, well, actually, I'll go to the very beginning, because I forget one part. And it's not really much of a thing. This is, you see Ichidori walking through a corridor back to the train station, and he's t he hears all the voices of people he has technically uh, um, Sukuna slain. Yeah, Sukuna slain, people he's hurt. That 
that's crazy. Like that whole section, that whole beginning part was crazy and fun, but also weird because like that's odd. Um I can't say this enough. I have to give him credit. At least you kicked off from the where this last episode left off. You did do that much. So I have to give him that. They didn't just go to jumping something else. We get to Tyler's screen and then we see nominee. The nominee stuff's interesting because I think him in this episode getting a flashback. Uh, <clears throat> I think the thing with the, with the nominee stuff is like he's super tired. He's out of it. He really just wants to be done with this. But he has to keep going on. He even mentions Fushiguro. He mentions Fushiguro by name. And and he even says, I need to go save Fushiguro. Uh, I and then from there you see Mahito. Mahito gets on the back of not gets on gets on me there in his way, puts all these curses in his way. And this part was cool, but I thought this part was also kind of odd. So Nominee is just fighting off these curses. They're going back between him, fighting the curses, and and the beats like flashback, flashback, or flash uh, daydream. Day I'll say not flash. Um, I I like it, but the thing that that was missing, talking, talking, <laughs> like. Uh, it was a whole lot of non-talking, non-like sequence. Like it just really made it seem like it was all filler. Yeah. Correct. Correct. I didn't mind nominee getting his little closing thing because I figured I assumed he was gonna die eventually. We kind of had a hunch he was gonna probably die. But the way they did it didn't work because the only time they ever done this again is when you had the girl with the star who's gonna become the star vessel. And she goes through the whole section of like going to a water, going to an aquarium and all that. And that doesn't feel, it feels earned there because they've done all this other stuff up to that point. But it also had no talking. No talking. Very, the, there's just music in her looking at things, but I, you need to give a base or reason why. I would have been okay with if Nominee kept talking or had something. You hear grunting, but I'm also like, the grunting sounds weird because it doesn't sound like the actor did it. It sounds like Chris mentioned. It sounds like they took a previous recording and put it through this episode. Um, uh, um, I also will say this. Going after that part, so then you see Mahito come up on Nami's back, held his back, and then you see the kid from Premature episode, um, the last episode of Premature, and the kid doesn't talk. It looks like spirit. It is a spirit or something. It says, "Look behind you." You see each door in the background stand there looking at this happen, and then Nami dies. Well, that was kind of an awkward climax because Nami like said, I'm sorry. I'm also I'm just plum tired. I'm out of it. Like, what? Um 
Then the thing to me that really kind of hit this in the gear. So Nominee dies. Ichidori screams at Mojito, why the world did you do that? And then basically, he's just like, why are you yelling? I'm right here, Ichidori. And then they just go into this fight. I will say, this fight was amazing. This fight was fun. This fight was interesting. It's only one small nigga with the fight. One small nickel. And, like, it's a small nitpick that I don't really would normally nitpick, but it's kind of interesting. Within that fight, you see them break up curses and curse one of the cursed things that keep pushing them together closer and closer. Ichidori <coughs> breaks part of it. And then once he breaks it, you see pieces fly off. And they're in Mihito and Ichidori within the pieces. The pieces look really weird because it doesn't feel like the pieces broke off right. It feels like the pieces were set into the scene like in 3D, but it's not 3D. It's like kind of like a mix uh, between artificial and like spiral tool. 3D spiral tool awareness. Yeah. And when Chris, when I mentioned to Chris while we were watching, he was like, I don't really see it. But then he looked at it again, he's like, oh, I see what you're talking about. That looked kind of weird. I don't think it was really supposed to be doing that. I think it was supposed to be more flat to the screen, and you could tell that, oh, this was then you can tell that's what's going around them. So then we get more the fight. Go ahead. Don't say was uh, say wouldn't have had a problem if you paid your animators right, but hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing about that. You could tell that the animation was kind of off for certain parts of this. Little bit, little bit, very little bit. Um then I will also say this. I think it's interesting. So we get more of this fight, more and more of this fight. And as the fight continues, we get finally the crux of the thing because Mihito just wants to fight Ichidori. He wants to see if he can beat him. Well, then we get a flashback from Mihito's side. So they flash back to Mihito when he was talking to Dragon, the volcano dude, and the other dude, and talking about what they're going to do. He wanted to go after Ichidori and fight him. So he leaves and literally just leaves everybody else in the dust. Then, then the other part of this thing was I thought was interesting. The volcano dude was pissed. Volcano dude's like, why he just leave? But then you see the fact that they also flash back to Dragon and Mihito in the same place, and Dragon sucking up all this water and hurting all these people. And then we flash back one. We're 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 also we're also go back one more time, and he goes. By the way, um, oh, by the way, he saw the girl that can shoot nails with the hammer. And she, this is just a conversation they're having. And she, she kind of just says, um, she kind of goes, okay, so who are you? What are you about? All this kind of stuff. Then the flashback, you see that they have a mini fight. This mini fight was kind of interesting because it kind of builds the backstory. But you even says, Oh, she must care for him. Talking about Ichidori. And then the thing was that Ichidori goes up to these two guys who are not actually guys, by the way. We find out later, Mihito manipulated his uh, DNA to make him look like human. And catch Ichidori off guard. And then basically the other, the other human he makes a hand with. And it's just like, what is this episode doing? And I have to go back for a second because this episode, oh, I forgot. 
this episode ends with his flashback of her and the, and the girl. So all this ending part is flashback. We don't see anything from the current fighting from the, what they fought after, let's say, 1907. So from 1907 onward, you just see flashback, which is kind of odd because I don't really think you need a mojito flashback, but I'm okay with it. So it ends with his flashback, talking to the girl. The girl and him start fighting. He pulls out the thing from his his, his uh, thing, and he talks about the girl at the end of the show. Or this episode. I don't think that it was like that flashback was that far back. I think that was like maybe like after she had the fight with uh with the with the with the uh you know with the good luck mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. And then she happened to see that dude in the alley. But here but here's the thing. I that's what I'm saying. From the point that Ichidori after Ichidori get punched by the fake human up until at 907 and onward we don't we don't see any more of the fight it just cuts to his flashback oh you're correct right so which is odd because i don't know why you need Bohito's flashback in this case because they're in, they're about to introduce something really messed up that's why i assume if you're going to mess up i get the reason to have a flashback I would have rathered. I would have rathered you flip this around. Give me the flashback in the middle of the episode and then have the fight up to this point and then end with him saying, because you hear him say, I'm going to mess with Ichidori's mental state. Plus, the plus part doesn't need to be, I think you can change the plus part. Plus, I know the he could say like I know the people he's he cares about all this something of that nature. I think that's the only thing that feels kind of odd here because then we see the flashback. He says plus, and then we see the flashback of everything he's come up to this point. I think that's kind of odd. Um, Chris, what did you think about this episode? Episode forty-two of JJK, wrong and right. <laughs> Excuse me. I still think it was a filler episode, but it was a good one. They okay. gave a, a nice send off to to Hanami. That sparked a lot of sorry. There you go. That sparked a yeah. lot of videos in in, in Itadori. Okay. <laughs> I I would agree with you. It is a filler episode. I do agree. It's not a bad filler episode. I will say this: filler episodes usually tend to be very hit or miss, depending on the show. Dragon Ball Z. Filler episode, you know what you're probably getting. Bleach, filler episode, you know what you're probably getting. One Piece, filler episode, you know what you're probably getting. But in this case, the filler episode here still gave a story. If the yep. filler episode didn't give a story... Oh, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been nearly as good. Correct. The only other thing I think they should have changed, and I think it's something that I think doesn't really... Also, I think everything else fits. I think the nominee part of him going between the flashback and his current thing, I think the only thing you should have fixed there, have something, have nominees keep keep talking, have nominees say something, because him stop talking and it just has a bunch of like music and stuff playing. We get the sense why he's doing it, but it's also like him grunting halfway, like partway through it, 
what? Is he because he's in pain or what? Like we don't we don't get the we don't get the te- reason why he's so still doing his job, but yet he doesn't want to be doing it. I think that's kind of lost at past part of that fight because it just feels like he's he's just there. But that's just me. Um then my other question is you like I said with the animation, do you think because I also think this was I think this was I say this was already done in the can, but do you think this was a rush job? Yes. Why? I think it was because some of the scenes looked a little half done. A lot of the things weren't animated correctly. There were some thought that was trying to come through, but didn't really come through as as I think as they wanted to perceive it. Hmm, so, okay. like I think they tried to do this in like the last four or five days, and then yeah, like like I put this way, okay, if they had two weeks to do this. The the first week was was they did all that anatomy uh, was walking and all that scene that was real nice and sweet easy easy to do, and then and then the last four or five days of the next week the rest of the animators came back and finished the rest of the episode. That's what it looks like. I mean, because it's the way it looks is just. Like when the animator, you don't. I feel like you wouldn't need as many animators to dry out a scene over and over again, like him walking. You already True. have a face plate. You're just rotating. You know what I'm saying? You already. You know, I'm not sure how how many people it takes to do that, but I don't think yeah. it would take as many people to do it as as doing the action scene. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think the other thing I'm getting kind of feeling like it this feels like also they kind of were like you say, the Nami stuff is pretty easy to animate. For the most part. The other stuff you did was not as easy. It seemed like it wasn't as easy, but it was Well at least the other stuff is more fight stuff, so they had to take more time on that. Um exactly. I'm gonna ask you this. I don't. I really. This is gonna be a tough. This is gonna be a tough one because I don't really think there's a good way to rate this. But what would you rate this episode? I would give this part hybrid filler episode a eight point four. Ooh. Okay. Why? Simply because of all the things that we stated before. You know. And you know, I'm glad that they gave the Mappa. You know, the Mappa team a break. It looks good for what they've done. You know, I understand when you cut corners, so I'm cutting corners on my score. 8.4. Okay. Okay. Uh, this, oh, this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. I ultimately would probably have to give this like a 6. Ooh. Okay, okay. It has nothing to do with the animators in this case, or the writers or anybody working on the show. 
I think it's just because this feels like a dip in quality and the quality is dipped below like Close, we're closer to like something out of a, like a Saturday morning cartoon at some at certain parts of this. I do. I can say I feel like this will be like almost to Yu-Gi-Oh standards the way they dropped it. Yeah, which is kind of scary to say that because I don't. I don't really want to say that, but I say like, yeah. Well, see, at least you can bounce back from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, you can. You can. Um, like, like, for example, I, I don't see a lot of people going back to watch the Pokemon series. Which one? Oh, the, po- yeah, the one that just finished about. about but people months. will go back and watch the original Yu-Gi-Oh! The, the first few original Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right you now, know, it's you Exactly. That right man, now it's, it's never gonna change. Um. Also, too, like I don't really like the fact that, like, we heard, here's the thing, and I, that's the other thing that's kind of messing with me. If we never heard about what's happening, at, I, if I never heard about what happened at Mappa. Would I have the same thinking in the back of my brain? No. Nope. But Honestly, happened, I probably would give them a lower score. Oh, absolutely. Same here. But I wouldn't have probably gone this low with a six. But I think that's the other problem. What we heard at Mappa is just kind of like, wait, what? Why? Um I I have to give I, I think the six is going to be... I mean, six for this episode, just because I think there were good things in this. The fight was good. The two the, the flashback was good with Mihito. I think the beginning part with Ichidori talking, hearing Ichidori tell what we're hearing every every, 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 every time hearing what Sukuna did to all these people up to this point, but other than that, the nominee stuff you could just you could have took out completely, and I think it would have been fine. Also, well, I think why well, I'm not saying take out completely. I think you could have fixed it around to where it made it didn't have impact. to be a whole third of the episode. Correct. Maybe maybe like five minutes of the episode because I think mm-hmm. ultimately he gets like ten. Like, like honestly. He like Itadori could have just walked in and saw him get and, and, and saw him go explode. And, and, and it would have been like, oh snap. Actually, I think the thing I would have liked better, Itadori walks in to see Nominee going ham. And then so you see the challenge of him going ham, but then you see Mihito on the back. He he stands there, he's like, why is Mihito talking to him? What's going on? And then you have Mihito blow him up. That would feel more impactful because at least Ichidori sees him get destroyed. Try to keep fighting. And also it builds it builds up Ichidori to keep fighting. Keep fighting. There's no other point for Ichidori said he's going to keep fighting, but I think you need to show that he wants to keep fighting for the people he cared about. 
and that's not really shown off because you don't see he don't get to see Nominee fight. You just see him get blown up. And right. yeah. Like I I think that's the other big thing here. Like Nami getting his like closing thing is cool. Are we gonna get one for all the other characters? Maybe. I hope they're more in depth. Because if you could, if you would have gave this to Maymay, I would have absolutely not liked it. Like, because Maymay is so like, like she has a present of her. A branded. They, 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 with the end of the scene, they just flashed. Uh, you know, they just gave a forewarning to old girls. Did. Yes, which basically, like, we're about to see his be- one of his good friends, his classmate, die soon. But the thing so, about it. She might already be dead. That's the other problem. We don't even we don't even know. Cause the last cause the, cause the last time we saw her, she was so she was unconscious. She was conscious with that girl. And they were exactly. still in the mall. It's a lot to think about. And I'm actually am I happy it's back? Yes and no. Would I rather take them have them take three weeks off? Absolutely. The question is, Brandon, will we see an episode Thursday? If you had to press me on it now, if you had to legitimately press me on it now, sadly, yes. Sadly, yes, because I think MAPA know what they have in their back pocket. And not saying like MAPA has. Like they have a trump card against their animators? No, 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 no. They know they have a cash cow, and they know the fact that they let the cash cow sit for too long. It would, even though technically, like me and you talked about last week, it would not be bad at all because I think most people be like, "Cool, take a two week break and then come back." And come we, back all, we, we we all be we all be clamoring for it. Now, what if they break into another? You can't give us no filler. A whole side story filler. You uh, no 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 no. You can't give us a filler side story. If you're giving, yeah they can. Yeah they can. Who's because who? Get up. How did he get? How did he get to the point to where he got now? Oh jeez. If you do that, you have to give us a reason why you're showing that to us. But you're not wrong. It, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, you're, you're curiosity of it all too. You're like you're not wrong because you could do that. You could do. You could technically do the girl with the hammer, where she did from up this point, which would tie back into Mahito's. Uh, you have the other spirits that the other two spirits that were with Panda and them. What they were doing? What was Pandan doing up this point? What was Pandan doing up this point? You see, as you see, there's still a whole lot for them to go. But see, Why that's you? the other problem. That's the other problem. I don't want to see a bunch of filler like side stories. Which I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying I would want. To, I don't want to see them. I do want to see them, but I also want to make sure you stay with the main story because if that's the case. We have five episodes left. In, five episodes left in the season. It's twenty-four episodes. What are you gonna? 
or 17 episodes, excuse me, 17 episodes left in the season. 12 episodes in, five episodes left. What are you going to do in these five love episodes to really hook people for season three? Because season three is going to be, have to be something big. The next arc is going gonna, is gonna to have to be something epic to even get people to continue watching. And you know the thing is, I think people are gonna be waiting to see if they've treated their 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 people better. If yes. they've treated their people better, and, and your show comes back like better, mm-hmm. then then you'll come back with more fans. And that's the big problem. I think a lot of people saw the story about Mappa, and they know what's going on. That's bad. No. That's what I'm saying. If all oh, okay. those people, if they, you know, if Mapa put out a statement talking about, oh, their working conditions have improved like this and that and that and this, they're doing, you know what I'm saying? Then people, then people will be like, okay. And then the next season of JJK is better than this one. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. The only problem with that is, and it's, Something I would never normally even combine. I'm going to play devil advocate here. That PR statement has to be genuine. It can't be half. It can't be half baked. It can't be half done. Because you do a half done PR statement, something like that, for fan purposes, just to make your fans happy. And we find out later down the road you were doing more shady. Yeah, no. But branded companies do that all the time. I know that, and it's also bad because it's a lot of times. You do it once, people believe you. You find you do something again, people are like, okay, are you gonna change this? Are you really changed this time? And then they say they are. You do it a third time, people stop. People stop do go watching or supporting something. You're, you're right, but the I'm I hate to say it, but they do those infractions. They do have expiration dates. Like think about it. If, if if you don't hear about this for the next ten years or so, it's not going to have the same impact as if you, as if it happened again next year. Okay. All right. Because had... and then you have to understand that it's going to be a whole new generation of viewers. Yes, that's the problem. So the story, so... Would be, the story, would be long and buried, not buried. But like long gone at that point, nobody's really gonna know what really happened. That history is still there, but you're not gonna go digging, dig, digging for it. Because at that point, who cares? That's just, at the end of the day, who, what in society is gonna make that relevant? Nobody. <laughs> then, bro, that is that is the undeniable truth. The thing, the thing of the matter, the thing that boggles my mind with all this, I get Mappa want to make their money. I get Mappa want to be this top dog. I get Mappa want to be the class of the anime world. I get all that. But yet, when you know you're gonna ha- you're gonna put out episodes half done, and yet it's not half done because nothing, not because anything you did wrong, but the fact of the matter is you just rusted out because knowing you had to put out an episode. Because it was like the last minute thing, like last minute on last Wednesday, last minute thing on Wednesday is like, oh, episode is coming out. 
don't worry about it. Like, what? Wait, how? Huh? It 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 feels like they're gonna be playing by the skin of their teeth for the next couple of weeks, and and I also think what they're gonna do they're gonna play by skin of their teeth till 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 the end of the year, till the end of the season, end of the year, end of the season, and then what they'll do they're gonna have word they're gonna go radio silent for a while. Outside the other anime they're making, and then they'll come back with with guns blazing. But then by that point, none of this stuff will be even a point of contention anymore. We won't hear a word about Mappa inside of working conditions, all that kind of stuff. They'll be swept on the rug so fast, we won't know if they actually got better or worse. That's the truth. Cause that's because company hire people to do just that. So ultimately. Is it gonna be something I I'll be I'm gonna be thinking about as we get to the end of the year? Yeah. But what we just saw here is nothing compared to what I think they can what they can do and what they have been doing. This episode tells me if you don't if you if the animators really wanted to, they could just they could really just mess up with an episode if they wanted to. And that's yeah. the other thing I kinda I kinda can tell. You can kind of tell that the animators they probably had on this probably were like Oh, we can just we'll just halfway do this to show them what we can what we can mess with. Cause it's still up to quality. It's not bad. It's nowhere near like terribly looking. Well, I don't think they would deliberately. No, I don't think they would. I don't think they would either. But you know, so but 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 they can make a statement though to the company. That this is what happens when you don't have everybody working like they're supposed to. See, like that, then that becomes what message are are they trying to convey? But again, mass media and everybody in across the seas knows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. mass media cannot be trusted for that reason. Correct. But as we're finishing up this talk. I'm gonna say that I want to say this. Get up, dead about death play episode twenty. Chris, you pressed the question. You pressed the question to me. So you said that do you think we're gonna have an episode? I said yes. But I'll put it this. I'll put this question to you then. You mentioned the fact we can get some other side stories. What do you technically do you think we see next? Because I have a hunch they're gonna jump back to a character that everybody loves, and that character is Mei. They jump back to Mei Mei. They give us a fight with uh, Ghetto. What do you think they will actually show us, though? Hmm. I think they're going to show us the, the one person that we haven't seen yet. Which is? The one person who can bring Itadori out of his funk. Hmm. Who? Who's the one guy who taught Itadori how to use his blue fist? Gojo. No, not Gojo. You remember the big buff dude? Oh, the guy that liked the idol girl. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We haven't seen him. We haven't seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. But he was teased yes, in he the was. beginning. 
So there's a chance we might see him, and then yeah, I hope we see more of Mayway. If they tease, if they literally bring him back to help each other for a bit, I'm fine with it. But I'm also like, explain why, explain why he's in the fight. Then, because that also tells me he was doing some side stuff too, which I don't really need to see everything in side stuff he was doing. He was using part of the fight. But it's also like, why is he coming to help Ichidori now? What three? But that's the, that, that's the point, though. He can be, they can show his backstory all the way up to that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I'm saying. But okay. all right, man. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Let's we can keep going around the circles with this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we can. And yes, yes, we can. And I, and I don't want to, but I had to bring it up because this episode kind of just boggled my brain and it didn't feel right. But let's get into Dead Mount Death Play episode 20. Ladies and gentlemen, Dead Mount Death Play, stop the presses. This show has just kind of done things from out of out of nowhere now. We had the last episode of a guy of the of the bodyguard getting a, a, a literal dragon arm. We also had all this stuff tied back in together from previous episodes. And they tease something for this next episode. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say a little bit of your discretion device. A little bit. Very small bit of your discretion device. If you don't like creepy things, and when I say creepy, I mean like creepy crawly or very just like dark imagery. You might want to skip part of this episode because of that. I don't know if Chris would agree. Um, or maybe... Just go ahead and read about it. Yeah, read about it. Yeah, because they get kind of dark here in a in a weird but good way. But it it, it does get really dark. It gets kind of dark to the point where you're like, where are they taking this and why? But I'm kind of into it, but I'm kind of not. Yeah, that kind of dark. Like the first uh, second of the scene is like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Other than that, this episode's pretty by the books in sense like we get some dialogue things the first shot of this episode is also kind of weird because i don't think they like to do this but they do it anyway i I give them credit they they're they know the show fair enough um but i will say three two one then we'll get going chris you ready ready all right in three two one let's go and he show his teacher in all her glory, which is the weirdest shot ever because it's just a pan up. It's a pan up. Which, why, I don't know why yeah. y'all did that. By the way, talking about the dragon that has the powers. So the dragon spirit can take over another body, basically? No, he's telling him how, how to use him. Oh, okay. Yeah, somebody gave me a dragon arm. I don't know if I would be mad. I couldn't be mad anymore <laughs> at that point. 
I mean, in the in in the society that you live in, Brandon, how would a how would a dragon's arm be useful? It wouldn't. That's the problem. That's the problem. It wouldn't be useful at all. Like that's the like, whole thing. Like now, if you told me, here's the thing. Here's the, I'll put it this way: if somebody gave me a bionic arm in this time period, and like what I'm doing right now, then yes, that's useful. That's the equivalent I'm thinking about. Like you gave somebody a, like a bionic arm or something kind of insane like that, like, you end up giving them something that's kind of... Yeah, it's it, it, it's interesting here. <laughs> it's interesting, because it's like, yeah, what would I use that for? Nothing. But hey, I have a very powerful bionic arm. Okay, cool. I mean, cool. like, yeah, if you wanted to fight, then uh, you might yeah. you might just die, but, you know... Doesn't necessarily make it useful now, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Which that's the other thing that kind of like that's the other thing he I don't think he says in this episode, which we'll get to, but he kind of mentions the fact that I couldn't think of anything else to give you in return. I'm like, yeah, well, you're right. Episode twenty, then the visitor. Wait, she mentioned Isekai. All right. I didn't think she mentioned that. Oh, she's trying to make Isekai and Shark movies make sense. Yeah. I love the fact they're talking normally. They're in normal animation, but she's just swinging around in like this little kitty. That's <laughs> so cute. It's so kind of cute. Like, what? Like, when you realize. If that was drawn, how high everything else is drawn, they wouldn't really have space for her in the video. Yeah, but see, that good work. That's work that works very well. I like how they do that because that makes more sense. Because you can do that and still have the story around it make sense. Right. When when they say blood, do they mean any blood? Basically, it doesn't have to be human. They're not specifying, so I don't know. Okay, because it's kind of interesting when they say blood. I'm like, are you just meaning just no? It doesn't have to be human, but it can be anything, or it has to be human. Yeah. You would think, depending on what it is, it would enhance that power. Whatever. Yeah. I love how he said the dragon's not the great show of faith I can offer you. I'm like, you could offer him eternal life, basically. <laughs> I'm gonna say, you can make him undead. <laughs> you could have a lot of I things. Mean, I mean, he would be undead as long as Pokey's alive. Yeah, pretty much. But the same thing with the dragon arm, I assume. The dragon arm's only gonna be around as long as Pokey's around. No. 
I think that's him. That's okay. That's him. Like, he made that permanently a part of him. Because he, because I mean, the dragon is living. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's just creepy when he picks someone and goes, It's nice to it's nice to meet you, Pokey. I I love I love salt here because he's just like space aliens. I mean, I'll talk about that later. They must get a, and you can tell this is like the first time they've noticed they get they get a lot of patients. And by the way, how do they know where to go? Because we didn't they didn't get an indication of where this was coming from. I think um, I think in one of the previous episodes, the white hair girl, another oh red hair girl, had like a picture of where the hands came from, just like oh, he God. did.
I love the fact here they gave him, even though it's a weird character to show off right like this for help her, but it gives her a new a more human quality. True. Because she's more from the Pokey's world, so she doesn't have that understanding of like human humans like small talk. Well, the thing that's been overlooked and nobody's recognized it is that the the, the black girl only has one eye. Huh? Oh, she's a Cyclops. Remember? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. See, I really know that because I'm just thinking she's a normal human, but yeah, she's not. Mm-hmm. So she has a will. Wait, he knows about that. About say, yeah. he, he already knows about that. The pencils expector. See, now the bodyguard feels like he should have asked all these questions now, and he's getting all these answers now, but he's like, what? You didn't tell me any of this? Well, you never, you never asked. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's kind, of the problem, right. kind of the problem here. <laughs> right, even if he's like, yo, where was I? And I, I I love the fact her steps are heavy, but it doesn't feel heavy to us, but for him it feels heavy. Yep. Part of the intrusion. This is where the school this is where it's through stretch device because this is about to pop up. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Just a bunch of eyeballs. That's not creepy at all. Nope. nope, that is very creepy. He literally casts the magic spell, then puts his hand over his face and changes his demeanor. That's amazing. That's that's so interesting how he did that. And guys, put on something to keep a straight face with all that. Even the eyeballs like creeped out.
<laughs> He's a master of misdirection. Yep. See, that's where he's lying because he, he knows about the children, but he also knows about detectives. And he knows a little way, bit about everything. And solitary is keep keeps pulling it out of him. Correct. By the way, it is really creepy how they made the voice of the fire starter people, firebugs, because they sound more robotic. I was going to say something like, I wonder why they went that way. But I'm guessing to make it more sound like it's just one cohesive group instead of sounding like different people. Yeah, so to kind of let you know that they're being mind controlled. Correct. Like we've learned about from the previous episode. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. We could do that. It, make it, it makes it universal for the whole faction. Except the main leader, the madam. Yeah. How long do you hold that pose? How long are you going to hold that magic on? But I'm surprised he held on for this long. He going to hold on so so he can fool his enemy. Like, you ever get, like, feel somebody walk walk behind you and all of a sudden your hair stands up? Mm-hmm. He's seeing that. We get yeah, that he's seeing that. He is seeing that right in front of him, basically. So he's he has no real pressing matter. So they said they're pretty much there to crush the bug. Mm-hmm. So is Firebug stronger than is strong? We don't know. Because I'm pretty weak. It seems like it, but we don't know. But yeah, that's true. It just, it, By it the way, this, this is still creepy. The clapping in the background as she's talking. Wait, why do you say he? Isn't that a sh- Oh, wait, so it's not a she. Never mind. Yeah. He said he, but she looks like a she. That's why I asked that question. Well, you know we do live in the era. Yeah. But you could... She has more boy traits than girl traits, which is actually kind of interesting if you're really going to say that.
Oh, she does have only one eye. So what's behind her hair? Nothing? Nothing. Oh, wow. That's kind of interesting. How do you rattle somebody who's already killed a bunch of people? So he tried to rattle him and ended up rattling himself. Correct. But you know the funny part about that? So she don't know he has magic. Nope. And it's funny also, she's like, she she also goes, wait, he has magic on par with some of the top sorcerers in the court. Huh? And that's where she walks. Oh, they remixed they remixed that song. Okay. Kind of cool. It's so faint you can barely hear it though. Yeah, it's very faint. It's like they didn't want to up turn it too loud, but it's there just enough. I get why they did it too, because they didn't want to overdo it. And as they walk out, 
Doink. And this is going to be a pretty interesting fight. Ah, yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. So let's get into this because this episode does a couple different things, and I have to give them credit. They didn't miss anything. So this episode starts off with Pokey in a flashback with his master, uh, his former teacher, not master, former teacher, talking about the beast that has the dragon arm. And the spirit of that dragon is telling him what he can do with that dragon arm and how it can be used for, for other purposes. Um, then we cut back to Pokey and the bodyguard. The bodyguard He tells the bodyguard, this is, you know, for you, for everything you've done, I, this is what I trust you with. So he trusts him with that dragon arm. He says, I can only offer you this. But then we cut to the rest of the crew sitting in the lab. And the shark girl is kind of going off about shark movies, samurai movies, other different things. And the, like the you said, get to the point. What's the point of this? This is the first time in a long time where filler, like filler conversations haven't came, have came back into play. This is a filler conversation for the most part, except for this part where she says, um, well, this goes back to the vampire girl who's spinning around in a chair. And she, she goes, uh, shark girl goes, hey, so she can drink blood. The more blood she drinks, the stronger she gets. It's like steroids, basically, for her. Um, and so I think Tech Dude asked her, can you walk in sunlight? And she said, yeah, I can. It makes me a little dizzy, but I can. Um, and the vampire girl's like, I, I have a superpower. <laughs> like, superpower. Cool. <laughs> this guy leaves that conversation. Then we go back to Pokey and the bodyguard. The bodyguard and Pokey kind of talk some more. He tells them, hey, this is a real Pokey. He's in this shark. Um, the grandfather's like, I trusted that because Pokey, you know, he told me everything and I can't see, I can't be mad at him anymore. So this was a weird line from the grandfather. I can't be mad at him anymore. But then the, but then the bodyguard goes, nice to meet you, Pokey. It's nice to meet you again, Pokey. In like the creepiest voice ever. Man was like about to rip that thing apart. I don't know what was going on. And then Pokey goes, he's never been, why is he so hostile to me? To to me now now uh, what <laughs> he's confused. Pokey was confused. the actual Pokey body was confused, a little myth, but confused mainly. So then we cut to oh interesting thing. So we get to finally kind of meet the other characters. Uh, we got to an interesting scene, which is the scene cuts to where we're getting ready to do some foretelling stuff. They're setting all that up. Before we set that up, we are getting to go to the cops. The cops start getting some questions about some things, or not the or we get not the cops. We get we get to see solitaire. Solitaire is with the fire starters, firebug. They are questioning the dude that ran out the building and tried to skip town. This conversation does. This conversation doesn't really make a a lot of sense because. A lot of the con- a lot of the conversation is basically them trying to give information to each other, but trying not to like tell the like give away what they know. Um, 
so basically it ends up saying that the the guy that got captured knows about the doctor and the or the not the doctor the other um the cop and somebody else but the other person the other person we know he knows about is 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 um the uh he knows about the children but he doesn't explain that till later but then we see the cops talk and the cops have all this other information older things basically leading us to talking about the fortune the girl the girl cop like oh this for this there's fortune tellers out there this is a foreteller you might you know that's been doing over by his fortune and the blonde hair guy's like a fortune teller oh wait He's been to the fortune teller. So we see the vampire girl get ready for the fortune teller thing. She puts on the costume, all that kind of stuff. And then we get to one of the weirder scenes in this. Where you see the three um, people from the other world talking to this dude. This dude is actually really kind of nice. Nice kid. He basically explains what he saw when the hands came out of the, out of, out of the sky and everything. And everything was going on. The dude and the, the girl... The girl in the white kind of had kitted off. They kind of have like a nice conversation. The girl in the white is kind of trying to act more human or more, I want to say human. I mean, in a sense, like more natural, I should say. Yeah, natural. So she's trying to act, act, act like what people would act like in this world, not what she, where she's from. So she's trying to do small talk, all this kind of stuff. The girl with the black hair is kind of like, why are you? Why are you even giving him the time of day? Time of day, yeah. He's like, she's like, why are you caring? What, what, what do you care? Why do you care about him giving you the fine? But she kind of tells him like, no, I need this because it gives us more information, which ends up helping her out later because she tries to find everything that happened on that night through this guy's Instagram, basically, or social media. We don't know which one it really is. Um. We have more talking with the cops. The cops basically kind of go into the fact that, oh, yes. So, so we have this information from the other stuff. We find out about the fortune teller thing. Pokey finally tells uh, the bodyguard about the 10, which is the Hogarogi, the former cop. We jump to Solitaire and them, and they. Solitaire really kind of just gets the other information about the cop and a couple other things and yet he doesn't say much else outside of those two things he kind of just leaves it there but both people know what's going on and at one point one of the fire starters asked him are you afraid of cops are you afraid of this he asked about the children he asked about all these things and he says i don't know anything about the children why do you ask me about that you know and like me and like i mentioned to chris while you're watching it the fire starters all sound more robotic in, na- in nature because they're probably all one group being brainwashed so they didn't want to this makes it more easier to tell who a fire starter is um, just as a group kind of thing outside of the matriarch then Pokey gets ready to do another fortune telling the girl walks uh, the bodyguard leaves he's going to go make grab some food for the, for the girl he's trying to protect the dinner and he said that'd be nice then this one Pokey kind of freaked out so Pokey feels these footsteps coming. These footsteps for him are feeling heavy, like 
like a rhino had just walked into the room, an elephant just walked into the room, something so massive to the point where it cr- it's crushing the floor, which is a good touch. But then on our end, it, they sound like normal footsteps to us. So she sits down and she calls herself clientess or client, client son or clientele, basically, in short. She sits down and Pokey recognizes she has all these eyeballs, all these eyeballs, all these hands. She's been around people that have died and ghosts and all. It was awesomely creepy and it works. Pokey's like, I can't, I can't have her see a BC me be nervous. Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make a fa- false face. He conjured a false face and literally just changed his face to look deadpanned. And I'm like, I mean, he literally puts on a whole mask. Like, wow, bro. Like full mask, eyes, everything. Deadpan look, doesn't care. Outside of him talking, nothing else changes. Like his full his face in the mirror does not change outside talking. So then they have a conversation. They kind of ask about each other. She mentions about the war, which he's seen in a flashback. Uh he asks more about her, but then he finally Kind of tries to prod her because he wants to get more deeper into her. The eyeball with uh, the tech dude is going nuts. It doesn't know. It doesn't know what to think right now. And so they keep talking. Their talk is pretty long, but the talk kind of leads to this, where we kind of get some. We're about to get some answers to things. She's he's going to try something, but he hasn't tried it yet. We go see Solitaire. Solitaire has more questions with the dude. The dude. Um, the dude mentions, well, can't the cops ca- like uh track us? So if you do anything on your phone, won't they track us and we know where they are we are? So why are you doing this? And then Solitaire's like, You're right, I'm not gonna do that. This is where we get the conversation about the fire starter and fire starter said asking about this the children and all this stuff and the police, and he says, No, neither one, I don't know what you're talking about. Solitaire figures out. He does. He does know about the children. He does know about the pl- the cop. And at and yet he's not telling me. Okay, I trust him. I get it now. So then we get back to Pokey and the client, and she they keep kind of talking about things, asking questions, kind of hard. She wants answers, but he also wants answers. He's getting more creeped out, and he, f- and he finally tries to take a hand, call the rest of Corp God, take a hand, and put it through her eyeballs, the ghost eyeballs, which he thought there were. He thought there were shadows, but they were real. So they were real, and he kind of maneuvers his hands into them, touching her soul. And he goes, and she goes, "Oh, that felt weird." Huh? And correct. But before they even do this part, it's interesting because she kind of talks about something that really didn't like when you if somebody commits a crime, would you want revenge? If somebody does if the person that committed the crime goes after revenge, what does that mean for you? All the all these different things. This conversation kind of kind of goes off the rails a little bit. 
Then he knows about the children. He knows she was part of the children, all that kind of stuff. Then he tries the hand thing after that. Then the girl that has the one eyeball kind of sees something going down. But after Pokey tries the hand thing, he's like, I'm going to make a barrier. I don't care. He throws up a magic barrier on top and then throws all these other things out. And then she wants more. She wants to, she wants to try more, but she if they're not going to get a chance to because her body, her uh, the girl walks in. But funnily enough, she mentions when he does it the first time, she's like, "This man has a lot of mana. This man has so much mana to the point where um, I he's one of the top level sorcerers in the courts. How doesn't know much about him." So then they get close. They try to get closer. She walks in there. She's like, we're not safe here, ma'am. We need to get out. Then they cut to a flashback when his teacher and him went to this lady who's like a cleric who can feel spirits, hear spirits speak. And she can like, but she doesn't, she's like, it's kind of a burden to have you have spirits that speak to you, right? And then she's not surprised. She kind of understands that. So then they get up and leave. They're about to head out. Pokey's like, okay, they're heading out. Kind of weird. Why don't why are they heading out so fast? So then she says, I'm gonna think sorry to leave you, good fortune teller, but we will be back for another visit. As they literally walk out, senior commissioner's daughter gets decked by the big dude of the of the son. Body the the father's bodyguard, he's like, I knew it was y'all snooping around, so let's have a. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna finish off what we started, and that is where the episode ends, with uh, mean, vamp- with vampire girl standing in the hallway alongside everything else going on. Go ahead. And I mean, I mean, when he literally came out of nowhere and knocked her down, like, and I mean, hey, ain't you supposed to be like a muscle type person too? Yeah, she like, she's supposed to be really strong, but he <laughs> one punch decked her. Like literally one punch decked her. I'm like, oh, okay. If one punch decked her, what how strong is he? Miss. Uh what did you think about this episode, Chris? Because this episode was actually really well done. It was really well done. So overall, man, some of my favorite parts of the episode were like in the beginning seeing that dragon arm, like like and then seeing and then they gave a little sneak peek of where it came from in the last episode, and then you actually kind of see a little bit more in this episode. It was uh, I'm really kind of waiting for them to show him use it. Yeah, Cause, you know, like you know, because that's gonna be interesting. So, and then the story with the oh, how how he was trying to agitate the 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 redhead girl. It's like okay, like what are you trying to? Like that point, it was kind of confusing because I was trying to figure, like, what are you trying to understand about this girl? Like, she's really messed up, man. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about that. I thought it was funny because I'm like, wait a minute, you worked with her before. You know, she's kind of off her. She's off her rocker. She's kind of weird. Why you want to know what's going on right now? It doesn't make much sense. It's like you have no reason. To... Thought that, was, thought that was kind of funny. Uh, continue. It was, uh, no, it, I was over here laughing, trying to catch my breath. But oh, okay. But those are just some of my favorite things about this episode, though. So, are are we giving our rating or? 
Really? Um, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say this though. I do appreciate them having long conversations with the girl from the other world. It gives her backstory. It also gives Pokey a reason to have another reason to fight. Cause you know who this girl is. They both have a, they both have a common goal, but the common goal is Firestarter. So we don't know where that's gonna go. Um, is Firestarter a bigger threat than we expected? Maybe, but we don't know much about that. We'll see. Um, yeah, let's get into our ratings. So, what would you rate this episode? I would rate this episode as a solid 9.3. They were, they gave us all the information, gave us some new mysteries. Like they really they really brought it all together. Do okay. Do you think the fact that we got the tie-in episode last episode and this episode here was more adding new mysteries? Do you think that was a good thing or do you think that was more or less of like if they really want to add new things, they had to have loose ends from the previous previous episode? I mean, if you don't really know what's going on, you're kind of lost. You know, yeah, so yeah. but but there are a lot of things that that they kind of are moving forward with now. Like okay, like they've already kind of settled some older things now, so they're moving on to some newer stuff. So I, you know, so they they're bringing in their newer mysteries so they can continue with their story. And then my other question is, do you think we get the fight between the girl and? The body, the bodyguard, the father, or are we gonna just cut back? Well, we do things. Are we just gonna cut back to Pokey? Are we gonna cut back to Solitaire talking to the dude first, and we're gonna get more information out of that? And or are we just gonna have another thing entirely? Because we didn't see Corey's this episode, we didn't see the father this episode. I wonder if. Pokey's bodyguard's gonna come back and just beat up on his former bodyguard friend. Like, there's a lot of different ways they can go. What is the what do you think the way they might go most likely? Sorry. Honestly, man, so <sighs> that's a good question. Because I would like to see them fight a little bit, but I do want to see his dragon arm though. And and, yeah. and, I, and I and I sincerely hope we get both. But okay. what are the odds of that actually happening? Very, very easily. Very I think very likely. Okay. I think they have to I think they have to give the dragon arm its time to shine. So I think it's gonna be its time to shine next episode. We actually see a tease in the opening opening credits <laughs> of him using the dragon arm for the first time and actually doesn't really know how to control it. So he has to get used to it. So that's why I'm so anxious to see it too. Like that, but also the fact is like what 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 do you do with like Harisa's group now? What do you do with the group from the other world? Like they've seen all this they've seen all this now. Like they have seen everything. What's their whole thing about? And I think we're gonna get one more character. I think we get one more character from his little world. 
and I think it's gonna be his former teacher. I think his former teacher's still alive, and Pokey's former teacher is gonna come in this world and help him out. I hope it's the one without a curse. That's who I think it's gonna be. Because who else would come in this world to help him out outside of the, outside of the emperor uh, and the the magistrate? Um, personally, for me, this rating is gonna be kind of interesting. I would have to give this like a nine point eight. Okay. So I'm a, little, I'm a little bit higher than you, only because I think they're tying in story stuff really well. The backs, the way we're getting to certain points now, are good. I do think Tech Dude is kind of getting. Oh, I'm gonna say this very plainly, and I hate this. I hate to say because you like Tech Dude, I think it's okay. I think Tech Dude's getting kind of annoying now, a little bit, a little, little bit annoying. But that's you only because so? I that's only because I think we haven't had a full true episode of him getting like a back full on backstory for him. We got a little bit. We did get a little bit. I think he it's been like a lot of mystery keys. Correct. Unlike the bodyguard, we got a full on backstory for the bodyguard. Get a redemption arc. He's got a dragon arm now. I don't think I think we need that for the tech dude to give us a reason to care about the tech dude more. Um, but also, tech dude's kind of in the weird spot of like he doesn't want to know about he wanted to protect his friends, but he doesn't want to protect his friends because he also knows he could at any point he could end up being dead. Yeah. At any at any point, anytime, anytime. So it's like okay, yeah. But then the other part of that, I think the other character I think needs more screen, like more backstory to them, is the one, is the one that Solitaire, the one oh Solitaire talked to that dude that tried to run away. We don't know why he ran away. We don't know what the purpose was. We don't know who he's working for. So I think that oh, I think that comes to a head because I think. Eventually, he drops the veil, or if Solitaire drops the veil, and Solitaire's like, "So, what are you really trying to do here?" But and we'll that's see. what we're waiting to see. Yep. Correct. The next episode, I always scroll through the end because I want to see what the next episode is called. Next episode, episode twenty-one, is called "The Spirit." That's kind the of spirit. that's kind of an interesting title because it gives us two indications. One, we're going to see something very creepy. Or two, is it calling it the spirit? I think it's the spirit of the teachers coming back. I was so just about to say, I hope it's that, the spirit of the teacher. That's the thing I think he's about to play out. The spirit of the teacher comes back and she helped Pokey. That's the only reason you would do it. I mean, that'd be fun, but hey, who can I say? You never know. You never know. That's true. So that was episode 32 of the Anime Dojo. Next week, we're getting into episode 21 of Dead Not Death Play. And hopefully, episode 43 of JJK. We, we'll probably find out tomorrow, late tomorrow, see how that goes. If not, we've already watched episode one of uh, Attack on Titan. We'll probably do a couple we'll do a couple more episodes tomorrow just on our off time but where we end off we'll just do the next episode on stream 
Um, so that look out for that. But locally, if JDK keeps keep rolling, we're going to keep sticking with JDK. I think it will keep rolling. I don't think it'll change. But uh, I do thank Chris for joining me. I hope you all did enjoy it. This will go on the, pod, the uh, podcast feed tonight. It will hit Spotify tonight. And then I'll put it up. I'll put uh, I'll put it up on YouTube on Thursday. I do thank you for watching. Hope you enjoy and Hope you for next time. See you. Later, guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.